Hi, and welcome to Respawn Aim Fire's E3 coverage of day zero. It's like day zero Woo! today. No, this is this is like day negative one. And then the shit we're also talking about was like day negative three. That's true, yeah. So let's start off this E3 coverage by talking about non E3 stuff. Who are we? Let's what is to... our name? And oh, what do we Chad, do? <laughs> you're making this so hard. <laughs> Respawn Aim Fire is our name. I already said at the beginning, didn't I? I really... I'm Holden. This is Chad. You know us. We're just going to maybe jump they into don't this. for a person who's listening for the first time. What's our slogan? For the kick-ass gaming <laughs> podcast. Man, it's been a while since you posted, hasn't it? Yeah, should we restart this? <laughs> no, we're keeping it. Let's roll, like Jay Z says. Let's roll. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever said that, but I assume he said it once or twice. <laughs> All right. So can we start now, Chad? Are we allowed? I'm yes. the host. We're doing yes. it. Yes. Now that people know who we are, where do they, where can they support us with money? Oh, yeah. We are on Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash respawn aim fire. I hate that Twitter. you say forward slash. <laughs> well, someone might think it's a backslash, okay? Those got to be careful to check all your boxes. It's important. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. We're also on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. At symbol respawn aim fire. That's just shift to... all right so pokemon was announced so that's the first one we're doing the pokemon direct first yeah we're we're doing pokemon direct first with sword and shield they really kind of opened up and really showed us a lot more about the game um what were your initial impressions chad what did you think of it were you hot on the trailer before was i hot on the trailer were you hot on the trailer before um i was i was lukewarm on the trailer Okay. Like I, I, I dipped my toe in a tepid bath on the trailer. Uh, <laughs> it looked like a little <laughs> bit more of the same, and I was like, "Okay, this is just going to be a prettier." And they had some interesting environments, blah blah blah. But then we get into the direct, and uh, let me tell you, I'm at like 64 percent erection right now. <laughs> I'm pretty much the same boat. Uh, going to the first trailer, it felt more the same. It felt more like, "Oh, here's a route I'm walking on, and there's a little bush, like a patch of bushes that I can walk through." To find Pokemon, like that was it. Um, not grass, patch of bushes. I don't a know patch why I said it like of that. bushes. <laughs> not grass. So you can walk through the grass get the Pokemon. It looked like the same kind of stuff. But then they show that open world area, the wild area. Yeah, the wild area. And that that as soon as I saw that, and then I saw the desert area with the sandstorm. That it, it, the sandstorm kind of uh, got in your your field of view, so you couldn't see quite as far. Like all that stuff. Oh man, it looks great. Do you it know why great. that that gave you a bone bone? Why give me bone? Because bone? it's Hyrule Field. Yeah. It is it <laughs> is the open world that connects all the cities. Yeah. Yep. It's the Hyrule Field. It's more like Ocarina's Hyrule Field. Right, exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. whenever anyone references anything Zelda, it's Ocarina of Time. Well, I don't know, not anymore. It's Breath of okay. the Wild. Okay. <laughs> You're right. That's a boring ass game for babies. That's right. Oh, you said it. Yes. Um, I'm very excited about that because I feel like that's going to be a different take on the root system. I feel like that also mm-hmm. might mean that we don't have like a, a linear path that we can go on. It might be a little bit more open world Pokemon. I'm curious about that. Actually, I didn't even really. I should say I, I'm curious if you're right about that because I hadn't considered that because. They've never had that kind of nonlinearity in a Pokemon game before. It'd be right. kind of cool to go to the... I was like, well, I chose the fire starter, so I'm going to go to the grass area first, if I if I could. That'd right. be interesting. And then it scales, like, oh, you've done this gym, so now the Pokemon in the next gym will be, like, 20 or higher. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. See? See? Mm-hmm. There's so much potential with this Nintendo game. What I'm willing to bet, though, is there's still roots. 
Um, so there are still yeah. gonna be routes. There are still some shots of like more narrow paths. I think what's going to happen is you'll come to an open area and you suddenly can't go into one specific route, and it's blocked by a tree, and you can't go there until you get cut. It's going to be like that. I don't know. As, uh, uh, that's what I'm guessing. I don't know. HMs are starting to be a thing of the past now. Well, they still have the techniques of the HMs without having the HMs. So like you, you basically you have a Pokemon that you ride in the water. Yeah. It's just something you can call upon at any point. You don't have to give Surf to a Pokemon anymore. So but this could be a brand have, new thing! It could be a brand new Whoa. thing, but there's still, it's still going to be iterative in a lot of ways. Yeah, Although definitely. like the open world's a big, big change in a very, very exciting way. Um, there were definitely things in the trailer or the direct that harkened back to older Pokemon stuff. Like there has to be a new evolution type for right. some reason. Exactly. So the, the big ass ones, I forget what yeah. they call them. Dynamax. 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 <laughs> it essentially to me is basically mega evolutions. Yeah. But it's instead of making them look cooler, they're just bigger. And they're more there restrictive a- because you can only use them for three turns. And apparently only during yeah. like gym leader battles or big areas. Yeah. I was pretty lukewarm on this aspect. I don't really care. It yeah. seemed a little weird, honestly. Like, oh, your Pokemon can just grow to the size of Godzilla suddenly. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Godzilla. Godzilla. Um, one thing that I'm curious about is how this changes gyms. Gyms now look like they're just like, basically, they look like a giant soccer field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's a big part. It's like Pokemon battling is a big part of this world now. So everyone gathers to watch you guys fight. So when you go to a gym, is it basically just going to be like a boss rush of just like different trainers coming at you until you Ooh. get to the, the gym? Like, what's that going to be like? I'm very like curious. Like the Kingdom Hearts Coliseum <laughs> that you never got to, did you? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I got to it, never did anything there. Gotcha. Oh, that's interesting. I never, I never thought about that because you can't go through like the different puzzles. Oh, I, maybe that takes all the puzzle out of the stadiums or the gyms. I don't maybe know. The trials? Oh, wait, they had the no, trials. You know how some of them were like, puzzles where oh. like you go to lieutenant surge and you got to get the right switches in the trash cans and then yeah 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 i remember that really fun puzzles usually not <laughs> yeah i told you puzzles suck holden puzzle games no. suck <laughs> pokemon just the controls aren't designed for puzzles that's why it's not fun but anyway no puzzles no puzzles no puzzles no puzzles sunny philadelphia um so yeah dynamax another like new gimmick that's a little bit just a reskin of something else that's older but something that is new to Pokemon main series is the raids um mm-hmm. do they call them i forget do they call them raids i don't recall i don't remember but they're big dynamax pokemon on the world you can team up with four people to all take them down and then one of the four of you is also allowed to dynamax evolution which is an interesting choice that you have to choose one person yeah uh, someone's gonna spam that and piss everybody off like i got it first <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is gonna happen i think that's really cool and it's a way to keep the game dynamic and changing because i feel like through different events they can say oh this pokemon just like in pokemon go this pokemon's in raids mm-hmm. for the next two weeks make sure you gather up with people and what's more convenient is that uh you don't have to be physically in the same space so if you and i wanted to partner up and raid we could do that from across the country and we don't have to be standing next to each other unlike pokemon go so I'm kind of stuff. excited for that. I think it adds more playability and kind of extends the life of Pokemon past whatever the metaphorical Elite Four will be at the end of this game. Or what if the Elite Four is a raid? Oh! oh. Lick up on my balls and call me Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> Could be. 
yeah, so I'm I'm feeling really good about this Pokemon game now. Me too. Good stuff. Yeah. There's I'm, also a dual pack. Do you see this? Oh yeah, you can buy both of them together. You can buy both of them together for $120, or you can use the Nintendo Switch vouchers for $100 and get both of them. Because oh. they are both available. I wonder if there's a caveat where, like, if you get Sword, you then can't get Shield, or if you get Shield, you can't get Sword with it. I don't know. Are those games eligible for the va- the voucher? They I'm are. Re- oh. They are va- eligible for the voucher, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of made me go, ooh, I should actually get one of those vouchers. That's a kind of a, it's a good I deal, mean, actually. You, but you don't want to buy both games. No, no, no! You buy a voucher, you just pay for a hundred bucks, and you yeah. just get to pick two games out of the list. Yeah, and I looked at the list and it was like, I own all the games that I want from this list already. Yeah, but I don't I'm, don't have Pokemon yet. They're probably going to put Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion Three and other games on there as well that they don't want to put on that list because they don't have release dates yet. Uh, they probably will in a few days. Yeah. So I'm I'm <clears> definitely going to get one of these vouchers after E3. That's it's just going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pokemon. Anything else you want to say about Pokemon other than like, yeah, we're kind of we're kind of stoked on it now. The only thing I want to say about Pokemon is that I'd rather talk about Stadia. Let's go oh to Stadia. wait, 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 wait! The legendaries oh. were shown off. The Pokemon for Sword and Shield are literally oh, yeah. identical wolves, but one has a shield beard and one has a sword tongue. Yeah, cool. Let's talk about Stadia. Uh, now. Yeah, I'm kind of upset <laughs> that they're both the same. Like they're the same yeah. Pokemon, but just with that small difference. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? But they both were looking at something else it's in the trailer. Fun. They're like, oh, something's here. And I'm like, ooh, what is it? Oh, maybe oh I missed that. I didn't catch poop. That. You didn't get that? There was something like in the distance that they were both scared of, maybe? Anyway, yeah. Probably, Google Stadia. Probably Thursday, Google comes out of nowhere and says, hey, y'all, you want a Nintendo Direct? But for Google, we got a Google Connect, and we're coming in two days. And we was like, what? How are we supposed to plan our content around this, Google? You coming out here and surprising <laughs> everybody up in here. And then they had a pretty, you know... Uh, underwhelming presentation <laughs> what's his name the guy who who presented everything phil harrison phil harrison is yes that, is that his name what okay. a boring dude to watch i don't think it's his fault i actually thought he was fine i just think they didn't have really anything worthwhile to talk about they they did they had the founders pack and they mentioned everything that was in it 17 times <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just wasn't. So let's start from the beginning. You're okay. a big Baldur's Gate fan. I don't know if I would say that. Oh, I I, you said- I love Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Okay, which is, is there a difference? Uh, yes. I don't really know. It is a it's a it's a third person action RPG set in the same world. Oh, Baldur's okay. so Gate, not Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate Two, Throne of Bale, uh, Icewind Dale, that kind of stuff. They they are top down RPGs. You have a party of six, and mm-hmm. but uh, I played most of those with my brother growing up i don't think we ever finished one it's a little too slow paced to be my kind of game okay and then i bought on an ipad when they remastered it as well and i was like uh, not quite my game but maybe whatever they're doing with three will be mm-hmm. well the good news is, is you don't have to have stadia to play it you can play it on other consoles as well it's not exclusive right uh, but it was announced during the stadia is, thingy which throughout the entire event is kind of my big concern um there's no first party game that's like google or that's at least an exclusive game right yeah that, yeah that makes this stand out and i kind of felt like we kinda... knew we weren't going to see a first party game because we saw their first studio announcement like three months ago yeah. but yeah there's mm-hmm. no exclusive game right now too that's a big hit it's a big hit and if you think about any time a console has started they have to have 
the mascot, if you will. It's got to be like Mario or Sonic or Master Chief. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, yeah, Crash Bandicoot, but over time that's evolved to become other franchises as well as Sony. But those mascots give each of those platforms, those consoles, a personality that makes them distinguished from the other ones. You don't think the Sadia think... Squiggle is enough of a personality? <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> Here's our mascot, Squiggle. <laughs> Squiggle. No game announcements yet, though. But Squiggle will be the main character, and it's some guy just like horribly misshapen and contorted into an S costume. <laughs> <laughs> Still working out what the gameplay is going to be, though. <laughs> so there is, there's no game that's going to make him stand out. Therefore, there's no personality that makes Stadia stand out apart from other consoles. And I feel like it's because they're going for everybody else. But the problem is that everybody else is mobile. That's already been done. Is it like everybody else hardcore? What's the market for that? And I feel like they just don't have anything that makes them stand out, besides the fact that it's easy to get into. Yeah. Let's run through a couple of of the things that they talked about, like speaking to ease of getting into. So you can run it at launch. You'll be able to run it on a TV with Chromecast or through an app. You can run it on tablets. You can run it on Android phones, starting with the Google Pixel 3 and 3a. Uh, you can run it on your PC. Was Mac included in that? I see, oh, yeah, Chrome browser. Anything well, it's Chrome, Chrome browser. Yeah. Uh, iOS, it looks like it's not supported at at start, which kind of no, makes from, sense. No, from, from a Chrome, they said from any Chrome browser. They said coming to Android phones and other smartphones in the future. Interesting. I took it as it's available in the Chrome browser, wherever a Chrome browser is. I would like to believe that, but I don't think that's going to okay. be the case with iOS. Interesting. Okay. Um, that's a huge... Yeah, this hugely by they, OS out. They specifically said other smartphones in the future. I don't huh. know whether that meant like that Stadia app because the Android phones are going to get an app. Yeah, the but... Stadia app is going to come only to the Pixel phones. Yeah. They mentioned like a Stadia app for the Pixel three uh, and three A is kind of how they phrased that, and yeah. that was interesting. Um, but then they yeah, announced but Chrome browser is fine. Then they announced the kind of the tiers that they have. So right at launch, they have Stadia Pro, which include it's nine ninety nine a month. It includes the ability to stream and play at 4K, 60 frames a second, HDR, uh, if you have a 35 megabit per second or faster download speed. You also get access to kind of a library of games. They get one or two, uh, uh, one periodically. They didn't define the the period, similar to like PlayStation Plus or Xbox games with gold. Um, but the subscription is just to access the service at that high quality. And then... If you just want to access the service at 1080p, you can do that for free with basic mm-hmm. coming after launch. You cannot do that at yeah, launch. Yeah, it's coming out in 2020, which yeah. that's the part that confused me the most. I was I feel like this brought up so many more questions than answers. I yeah. really it, I why also, would they do that? I I left it. I watched the entire thing start to finish and I left it somehow with the, the idea that the 999 was not just to access the service, but it was like a yeah. Game Pass thing, where nine ninety nine also gets you a bunch of games. Yeah, I took it games. as Stadia Base is the console, and then Stadia Pro is getting like Xbox Gold. That's how I took it. And not just Xbox event. Gold, but Xbox Game Pass, where all the games on Stadia are yep. available to you for nine ninety nine. That's mm. what I left it being with. And then I, after listening to reactions from people, I was like, Oh no, that's not what it is. That's literally no. just to stream at four K. And get yeah. an occasional free game. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the impression that you can get any game that way. Um, yeah. But 
it is what what I'm now confused at is if if Stadia basis means that's how you pay sixty dollars for a game. Assuming they haven't officially right. said it, but just assuming it's sixty dollars to buy a game there. Why would at launch you need to spend ten dollars just to then spend sixty dollars to buy a game? Is that what? Yeah. You're saying you're spending like that's so you're, you're paying sixty dollars for the game no matter what, no matter yeah. what version you have, and then you're spending ten dollars to unlock four K HDR sixty. This is very on Google to do this on Google. To, to, it is it's to put a paywall up to their product. Yeah, think of name another Google product outside of like buying server storage that you have to put a monthly, you know, price down on. I and I feel like this is the opposite of how it should be because base is what it should have started off with to get as many people in as possible but now you're saying like we're launching with the wall don't worry the wall's going to be lifted next year at some point yeah no open it up immediately to as many people as possible or do they want to control how many people are on the platform so that it's going to run well i'm from a again from again more questions exactly so many more questions i kind of understand it from a money perspective like they have to make money and keep these servers going somehow and if they give everything out for free and they work on just whatever slice of money they get from the game sales, that's not going to be enough to do it because they don't have hardware that they're selling that everyone else has. Uh, which they I think is why they were pushing the Stadia Controller Founders Pack so hard because they're like, mm-hmm. buy the Chromecast, buy our controller. You can buy another controller for 70 bucks. You can... Uh, so that Founders Pack, it comes with the controller in like a limited navy blue, which looks really nice actually. Uh, it comes it with the Chromecast Ultra. It comes with uh, three months of pro, three months of pro to gift to someone else, um, and the ability to choose your name early for the Google Stadia stuff. Mm-hmm. So that is for 129 bucks, which is about half the price of a Switch right now. Which is a good price. It is a good price for, for what that controller is and what you're mm-hmm. getting. But you're still getting three months of pro and then have to buy the games extra as well. I, that's what's just so... I'm so confused by that so far. I did not leave this yeah. with the, with feeling like, oh man, I'm definitely going to get Stadia now. I left this going, oh, this is going to become another just entry in the race and there's going to be a big confusing barrier to entry for a lot of people who don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what's <clears throat> upsetting the most is they said two days before the event, we're revealing it finally. The pricing and how everything's going to work, and it's 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 all going to be on the table now. I'm like, no, <laughs> not not even a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, they did announce and, Destiny Two, though. You get Destiny Two, the new thing for free. Yeah, that's and cool. That's a big game, but is, again, yeah. people, the audience is already playing it somewhere. Speaking of, you can now transfer we'll your character safe. from wherever you're playing yeah. it now. But even I, it, PS4. But I feel like, why would someone do that? Um, maybe if they're playing it on PC and then they just want to open up possibilities to play it elsewhere as well, that'd be a good choice. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's the whole thing is so confusing to me. Well, there'll probably be another event at some point. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We have to re-clarify. There was a, there was also release date of November. We got a month. Mm -hmm. Um, no specific date yet, but, yeah, generally, generally underwhelmed with that announcement. Are, you yeah. mentioned that you're going to get Stadia Pro. Dane was texting us. Yeah, I'm going to get it just because I, I want to try it out and still see what it's like. How do you plan on playing um, it? On your phone? No, on my laptop. On your laptop? 
Yeah. I guess I could try it on my phone. I have a Pixel, so. <clears throat> you can. Well, they said Pixel 3 and 3A. I have a Pixel 2 XL. Ooh. Ooh. It'll still run, I'm sure. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it'll probably run in a Chrome browser, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or if not, Android is a big hackable mess, so I'm sure you could hack it to run, so. <laughs> yeah, I might do that to my phone. <laughs> Just to run Stadia on a smaller screen than my laptop. Yes, <laughs> yes. Is that right. a, anything more you want to say about Google? Stadia! I want to talk about, uh, I mean, EA had all this stuff today. Really, I think we both just watched the Jedi Fallen Order. Here's the thing. EA did not have a traditional conference, which makes it really hard to cover, because instead they just had hours and hours of gameplay. So I, For a lot of games, we don't really care about Exactly, for FIFA and Madden. And sure, those are great. They make money. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, that's not what you listen for opinions on because we don't play those games. Uh, I do want to mention one news story before we talk about Star Wars because that was the meat of what everyone was watching anything about EA play for. Um, and this comes from IGN. It says, new EA original games from a way out feed devs announced at E3 2019. So they, they had a small video where they highlighted the creators, uh, the teams from Joe May Games who's doing... Mm, shit what's the game where they had the water and it's an indie game goddamn shit the water the indie oh game. fuck what's it called what's it called what's it called it's probably somewhere in this article son of apex shit. legends no 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 the Star it's like Wars all about it's order. all about depression and it's like a painterly art style Oh, God of War. No. I don't know. I have no idea. I actually don't think you were talking about, but I don't know what it's called either. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, Joe May Games, Haze Light, who made A Way Out, Zoink, who made Fee, and Glow Maid, uh, who is making um, an action RPG called Rust Heart. And they are all, they talked about their games, how, like, making them is fun, blah, 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 blah. And then they announced new parts of them. So, there are a few titles. Zoink Games is making a title called Lost in Random. And is a blend of strategy and action that explores the notion of chance and possibility set within a beautifully dark and vivid world. Hazelight is making uh, something that didn't reveal much information other than it gives players a fresh new take on challenges of working together. So more of like that exploration of asynchronous or synchronous play. And then Glowmate is releasing a co-op action RPG called Rustheart that follows the player and their handmade robot sidekick as they adventure across vibrant alien multiverse. A mix of technical action roleplay gameplay, player invention, and spray paint. I think it's cool that EA... I basically just wanted to mention that because I think it's cool that EA is still investing in EA Originals and Indies, and they're still making that, like, uh, a push. Mm-hmm. And to not have an event and still push for it, too. Yep. Yeah. But Star Wars! Really quick question before we get to Star Wars. Just a headline that the Avengers game from Square Enix is coming to Stadia as well. Oh, it is? It is, yeah. Oh. Crystal Dynam Nam. I can't freaking wait to watch that on Monday night. I know so little about it. I don't, I'm trying to, I don't have any expectations really. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, we saw a 13 minute gameplay demo that everyone was able to see online. I say, like, we saw it as if you were, like, in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> Behind closed doors demo of on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was really impressed. I really, it, it looks great. I was impressed and concerned. Um, okay, what's the concern? I'm curious. If, yes, if we want to start with the bad, because everything else so far we've talked about is shitting on these games. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> if we want to start with the bad, there are two things I'm concerned about. One, the moments between gameplay look like super generic third-person 
going through an op- like a world. Oh, I'm going to crawl on some vents. I'm going to jump from thing to thing. There was wall running yeah. from Titanfall, would look, which looked cool. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's from Respawn. But um, yeah, I'm worried that the segments between combat are going to be boring and generic. And then the second thing is I'm worried I'm not going to care about the story or the characters. And obviously... I'm not supposed to have those those fears quelled today. As they mentioned in the interview afterwards, they're like, yeah, we're literally saying zero about the story. We can't tell you anything. It's part of canon, but it's tight-lipped right now. Um, so I'm, I'm concerned that I'm not going to care about these characters, but that the combat will be fun. Because the combat looks okay, so fun. The combat looks amazing. I am not concerned about either of those things. Really? I, I, I think that this is a... You think you saw a lot but you have no idea. Yeah. Because, like, you're right. Like, the, the moments between combat where he's, you know, going in, uh, in between that little narrow passage, all that kind of stuff, very generic stuff. But think about then the moment where he has the spinning, spinning turbine and he slows it down with the force so he can run across it. I think there's going to be a lot more things like that. I think platforming is going to be a big part of this game. Yeah. Because, I mean, they were using force powers to control the environment in a few areas. I don't think it's going to... I think it's going to extend beyond what we just saw there. Beyond. I'd be surprised if it was otherwise. Beyond. And on top of the story and all that, they didn't bring back Star Wars characters. Like, they had the guy from Rogue One. I forgot yeah, his name. Forrest Whitaker I. <laughs> yeah. It and wasn't actually Forrest Whitaker. It was a sound-alike, but it was his character. It sounded good enough, to be honest. It did, yeah. It, I did think, oh, that's Forrest Whitaker, Whitaker for a second. I can't get on your ship because I just want to lay here and die. <laughs> The fact that they're bringing back characters like that makes me think they are tying it to the lore in some way. Yeah. Which means that there's probably going to be something more to the story. Um, I, I I have hopes for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about that combat. Cause, man, oh, that combat. So you mentioned powers, force powers. Yeah. Great. They've got... So we saw force push to like shove things out of the way. We saw that a lot more with the environment than we did with combat. Mm-hmm. We've got the force pull, which I think were two of the coolest moments in this gameplay thing. Where you can pull somebody to you, yeah, from afar, and then you can stab them with a lightsaber as they get yes. to you. Or okay, here's, yeah, I think I know where you're going. Is that when your blaster shot is fired, he can stop it, and he stopped a blaster shot, pulled a stormtrooper towards him, then threw the stormtrooper at the blaster shot, which killed which killed the stormtrooper. That was so cool. Killed him with and his own just, bullet. Yeah, and it seemed like there was almost like an improvisation to how you can use the powers together. Yeah. And that's what got me so pumped is I'm like, oh, this is going to be a really dynamic action experience, I think. Yeah. So they mentioned that the, yeah. you know, the ability to freeze time like that, uh, you're not necessarily freezing time, but you're freezing individual enemies because we saw that he froze yeah. one of the people, one of the hunter people, purge yeah. soldiers uh, while he was still fighting the other guys. And that's new to kind of canon lore or Star Wars canon is that ability for the force. No, it's not. No, it's not. They said uh, it was not Kylo Ren did it to Rey. Oh, you're right. Episode seven. You're right. Did they say that was new? They said that, yeah, it's kind of the time-stopping thing. is kind of a hybrid between a push and a pull, and it's kind of new. Maybe maybe it works differently than what Kylo Ren was doing. Oh, maybe. I, I don't, don't know. know. Rey looked like she was kind of moving back and forth like she was being pushed and pulled. Yeah, you're right. So I don't know. Man, those maybe they're plagiarism. Wars. Plagiarism for the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. No plagiarism. <laughs> But yes, that was super cool. And that, I think you're right. It's going to allow you for a lot of like improvisation in combat of how you want to handle all of these different powers together. Even and the lightsaber oh, was great. Yeah, the lightsaber was cool, but the force powers really quickly. They He got skill points a few times in, in the demo, right. which means you're going to be using those skill points to probably level up your force powers. 
conjecture I know, there's no way I'm wrong. <laughs> That's obviously what's going <laughs> to happen. Again, I just can't wait to see how those powers expand. Like, could you collect a few enemies at once and pull them towards you? Like, could you stop a few blaster shots like Neo in, in Matrix Reloaded? Oh, so yeah. All the bullets in front of them. Like, what's the extent? Is it just new powers? Or is it going to be increasing the capabilities of your existing powers? I'm so excited right now. I'm actually really excited. Yeah, it looks dope. Lightsaber stuff also looked super cool. Like, the acrobatics mm-hmm. of doing it reminded me a lot of how yeah. smooth Spider-Man combat felt. Yeah. Being able to, like, easily do things that look really cool with just a few button presses. Um, and then, it, like, the deflection, what it seems like maybe is that, like, you're holding a button maybe to block or to shield or something like that, and he's using the lightsaber while you're holding that button to deflect things back at people. And it's just the how stylish they make it look and how easy they make it look is so cool. Yeah, everything seems very seamless. Yeah. You really can't even see transitions and animations. It just is all seamless. It's beautiful to watch. Yep. What about that little robot? Really BDO1. Oh, as soon as I saw him, like that's a that's a Star Wars robot right Yeah, there. it is. <laughs> yeah. BD apparently stands for buddy droid. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I I was my first thought though seeing that droid on his shoulder like that, it's like, man, it's going to fuck his back up like big time. <laughs> he's going to need a chiropractor. Yeah. A or Kylo Ren to like lift him up a little bit and alleviate. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so that guy up so apparently he can he can hack things. He can give you health packs when you're low on health. I assume you're gonna be able to power him up too with skill points. Or maybe things you find mm-hmm. in the environment. I'm pumped. Holden. Oh definitely. Yeah, that looks really good. And I was like Pokemon, I was kinda lackluster on the first trailer, like, oh yeah, it looks like a Star Wars game. I don't know, we'll see. And now I'm super pumped. Yeah. I, it's always exciting when that happens. Again, I'm just like, I'm hoping that we j- we get more story than just like, I don't want it to be gameplay, 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 three minute story cinematic. Gameplay, <laughs> gameplay, 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 gameplay. And then like, I don't, I want the gameplay to matter in the story as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's going to happen. I'm not really worried about the story not being great. No. I don't, it's just, it, there's, there seems to be such an attention to detail and the environments and everything that I feel like they must have put the same care into the story. Again, conjecture. I don't know this, but I just I just kind of had this trust. Where... Look at you! You're turning <laughs> around. Usually, you're like, "No, this is game's going to be a piece of shit. Prove me wrong." I, and I like, did that no, to Stadia already. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, but not to Pokemon. Not to Pokemon. I've been more positive this episode. Oh my so, god. Oh my god. I'm changing. So, was it getting at you? You just tripped me up. There's such an attention to detail that you think it's going to carry yes. over to the goddamn. Every, every environment just felt Star Wars. There's no point where yes. I'm like, this just feels like a generic you know, science fiction environment. It felt super Star Wars. The so SNES game, feel like super Star Wars. Super Star Wars. That's going to carry over. I just feel like that's got to carry over to the story. It's just got to. Yeah. Again, conjecture. I don't know. But I, just, <laughs> I, have, I have faith. And you got to have faith, the faith, the faith. George Michael, baby. So that was E3 day negative three to zero. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? That might be EA's best conference that they've ever had, or at least in the last few years. <laughs> and we didn't even see most of what they showed up. Right. I think that's why it was the yeah. best, because we only watched the 15 minutes that mattered. Yeah. There is no awkward, you know, uh, <laughs> command and conquer mobile demo or anything like that. <laughs> there might have been in these six hours of streaming content they released today, yeah. but 
We don't have a fucking idea of what happened. So, yep. yeah, that's great. We'll be back tomorrow with news on Microsoft and Bethesda with their big things. Oh, there will be more Star Wars yeah. news revealed tomorrow as well for Jedi yes. Fallen Order at Microsoft. Maybe maybe story stuff. Maybe. maybe story trailer. Maybe. And, oh, we'll be having Trevor. Trevor Bettis will be back to join us for yeah. uh, that discussion as well. It's going to be a great day tomorrow. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm fucking pumped. What time is that? It's, uh, it's goddamn shit. Is it 10 a.m. Pacific time for Microsoft? Let's see. No. June 9th, 1 it's p.m. Like 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Pacific, Pacific time. Oh, I've got the whole morning. What am I going to do with my life? And then Bethesda's 5.30. I play a lot of games. That's going to be late for you. But it is going to be late for me, but oh. I have adjusted my work schedule to account for it. <laughs> Very good. Very good. You want to watch the Devolver one, too? <laughs> Are we covering Devolver? Maybe for the next days. We'll just kind okay. of rope it in. Because it's like at, it starts at like 10 p.m. For you, it starts at 10 like p.m., yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm sure it's also going to be like Although 10 Although the third event's so. only like, yeah, it's only going to be 15 minutes long. And it'll be hilarious. Let, let's discuss or at it the least next day. ridiculous. Let's discuss it the next day. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, can't wait. Uh, until next week, and not next week. Until tomorrow. <laughs> Here's our usual sign off. Oh, it's Jane.